0: is the pack brothers podcast here are your hosts david and michael Lord, greetings salutations indiana and all that jazz Lord, from not as sunny anderson indiana there. the I'm city not as beautiful this is the pack brothers podcast i'm david pack and joining me as always is my identical twin brother michael yeah, hello there all you out there in podcast land. Thanks for listening. Where you been? (laughs) We've been here the whole time waiting for you. Yeah, they've been uh, just here with bells on, ready to go, but uh, no one, where were they? Oh, well, they're lost. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is uh, brought to you by Hostess Ice Cream Treats. What are those? Well, I can not even name them all. Hostess has brought out a bevy of different ice cream treats. You can check your local freezer section in your Walmart or your uh, local grocery store. They've got frozen Twinkies. They've got Ding Dong ice cream sandwiches. They've got Snowball Popsicles or... I would call that an ice cream bar. Yeah, let's call it an ice cream bar or just ice cream as well. And a couple more options I'm sure I'm forgetting, but... Yeah, you can actually get a tub of Snowball ice cream. So, yeah, um, they're tasty. Uh, at least the one I've tried, I've tried the Snowball ice cream bars, and it was good. People have strong feelings, mixed feelings on coconut. So it might not be for everybody, but if you do like coconut, especially if you like snowballs, this is you're going to be happy. The only thing I would change is I would replace the chocolate ice cream in the middle with actual frozen chocolate cake to make it a real, no kidding, snowball experience. Yeah, and they kind of dropped the ball there, but... Well, I think they've dropped the ball for years. I mean, you have this candy or this treat called snowballs, and you just now came out with the frozen version? That <laughs> <laughs> seems obvious, right? Uh, you would think so. I don't know. Do they have a frozen version of it that's not an ice cream bar that's just like an ice cream sandwich? Um, no, I don't know. I, I didn't kn- I d- maybe I didn't see it in the I mean, store. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's our fault. There's nothing to stop you from <laughs> buying a snowball and putting it in the freezer. Well... I'm not a do-it-yourselfer when it comes to snacks like that. That's I right. want the perfectly packaged product from the vendor. <laughs> that's right. It's not a ordained or a uh, yeah, I'm official. Not go rogue with my own ideas. Okay, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. All the stuff that's of earth-shattering importance. You know, there's a lot of political news out <laughs> and uh, you know <laughs> world events. But you know, let's start with the important stuff first. <laughs> I'll start with what's new in the fast food world. Oh, what isn't? There's a lot that's going on. There, there really is. Um, Taco Bell have these naked chicken chips, which sounds, I guess, risky, risque, but really all they are is just kind of flat pieces of chicken shaped into a uh, shape of a tortilla chip that you can dip it in. I guess you know, KFC kind of started this by the double down having the meat being the. Um, Natural the bread. Bre- the bread, so this is just sort of the logical next step. Yeah, right. I, I was uh, not a huge fan of the double down. It was a bit too much of a good thing. I'm very skeptical of these two because I don't know if the pressing process of the chicken is going to ruin it somehow. Yeah, I'll have to try this and, and get back with you all. Although if there's anything like the like jalapeno cheese fry or, or chicken fries at Burger King, it's going to be a winner. Yeah, that's true. That is one-shaped chicken thing that works well. Speaking of uh, Burger King, uh, I tried the Fruit Loop Shake. I think I talked about that on the website a little bit, and it was tasty. There are a lot of people poo-pooing it and naysaying it and saying, oh, that's not very good. But if you tried it, you know it's good. Right. It, You've got to understand they have a little Fruit Loop syrup that they put in there too. It's not just vanilla soft serve shake material or <laughs> product right. with, with Fruit Loops crumbled into it. They know what they're doing. And um, but speaking of Burger King, like I said, the Mac and Cheetos are coming back on May 18th. So by the time you hear this, they may already be out, unless you're really behind and you're hearing this sometime in like 2020. And then who knows, they might not even be Burger Kings anymore. Not, yeah, it's, it's who can see the future? Who can tell? But if you, if you may be asking, what's a Mac and Cheeto? Well, basically, they take some macaroni and cheese. And they form it into sort of the shape of a Cheeto and fry it. And then they put Cheetos dust on the outside of it. And there you go, mac and Cheetos. <laughs> Very, um, it sounds appetizing, I know. Uh, it's actually not bad. But, I mean, I couldn't eat a dozen of them. But it's, it's interesting to try it and experience the product, I guess, if you're into trying new things. Yes, and the uh, bacon cheddar ranch sandwich. Is back there as well, and it might be my favorite sandwich they've ever done. Uh, well, it's hard to beat their classic original chicken sandwich for me, but as far as a specialty sandwich, that one's pretty high up there. I, I enjoyed it when it was out originally. Yeah, the commercial with the Darius Rucker <laughs> yeah. dressed up and singing about it. Right. That was back at the Tendercris Bacon Cheddar Ranch. Exactly. That was actually a location that they talked about. Yes, <laughs> it was an actual ranch. Yes, it was a, a ranch. Um, oh, you know what? Along the same line, talking about their specialty sandwiches, I really enjoyed it when they would come out with the Italian version of that original chicken sandwich. With the mozzarella yeah, and the marinara that. sauce, that is choice as well. I forgot about that. I think because we recently started a diet, maybe food is more on my mind. <laughs> I always think it's a conspiracy theory when all these new snacks come out and new foods come out of these fast food restaurants. Right when I go on a diet, I don't know. I could be reading too much into that. Basically, you know, I'm trying to – I lost a, a good amount of weight, and I've gained quite a bit of it back. I'm trying to stop and uh, stop that from happening, put on the brakes a little bit. And uh, it's still fun to look at these foods, but they definitely have to be sometimes foods. Right, they can't be always foods. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll be big fat, sloppy fat. Yes, big old boom The um, Chick-fil-A, always innovating, and I'm a big fan of a new sandwich. I haven't had it yet, but I'm going to try it. So they just rolled out. It's a smokehouse barbecue bacon sandwich. Now listen to how good this thing sounds. It's grilled chicken, so, so it's healthy. And bacon glazed in a brown sugar pepper blend served on a Hawaiian-style bun with Colby Jack cheese, green leaf lettuce, and a zesty smokehouse barbecue sauce crafted specifically for the sandwich. That's kind of going above and beyond because I'm pretty sure they have a barbecue sauce, but I guess they're saying, oh, no, no, no. We're going to make our own sandwich-specific condiment. It's got to be a smokehouse. Yeah, I guess they have to put that liquid smoke substitute <laughs> chemical in there. But it sounds tremendous. Yeah, it does sound really good. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of mocking and winking at it, but I'm sure I'll try it the next time I'm at Chick-fil-A. And if you need something to wash it down with, there's a new drink. W- Listen how good this sounds. <laughs> are, you getting, uh, are you sure the show isn't brought to you by Chick-fil-A? It, it should be. Are every, you every, every show is brought to you uh, by Chick-fil-A. Are you getting a kickback? I am. Uh, I wish. Uh, the watermelon mint lemonade. It was made to complement the flavors of the new sandwich. So it's actually an experience. You have to do both. Right. To it's, get the full effect. So this refreshing summertime beverage is made with their fresh squeezed lemonade mixed with all-natural watermelon and mint flavors. Well, that just sounds like a little slice of summer heaven. It does. And I... I have a feeling that I'm going to be trying it out before too long. Yeah, I think that can have to happen and ma- make it a priority. I mean, grilled chicken, that's healthy. That's on the diet. Absolutely, yeah. Just scrape everything off and uh, throw the bun away, <laughs> and I think you're good to go. No, no, no. you to—you got to keep it all. <laughs> it's, it's an experience. I'm not going to, you know, mock it or cheapen it. All right, fine. Yeah, stay true to it. That's, that's plenty of that's true news. Yeah, I think. yeah. <laughs> on to breakfast news. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I'm, we're a fan of Pop-Tarts. I think we're, we, we've been clear about that. Yeah. Specifically Frosted Chocolate Vanilla Cream being the best flavor, which I, I'm pleased that they're all over Kroger's here in Indiana. So that's one good thing about Anderson. So <laughs> one check in that column. Um, but I saw a new story the other day about Jolly Rancher Pop-Tarts coming out. Say what? <laughs> I will. Jolly Rancher Pop-Tarts. I saw three flavors mentioned in the uh, news story or whatever ad was on Facebook. There was a cherry, there was a green apple, and watermelon. You know that green apple's got to be excellent. Yeah, I would see that would probably be the number one seed, followed by watermelon and then cherry. I've never been a huge fan of cherry candy. There's just everything is cherry. Everything. Yeah, and that's probably why so it's just a little bit too overdone. It's, you can't get away from cherry. I'll tell you what I miss. So not that they don't make them. It's just I had them growing up, but I don't have them as much now. And that's the Jolly Rancher Sticks. Yeah. And especially cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon and green apple. I think those are the only two ones you could get. Or the only two ones I remember seeing, but they, yeah. they were very, very good. Oh, yeah, I love cinnamon pork. Can you might have a cinnamon pop tart. They have brown sugar cinnamon. That's it, they already have that. I don't but, have to imagine uh, it. Forget brown sugar, just cinnamon. One thing about those Jolly Rancher sticks, though, you had to be careful because you could cut the mess out of your <laughs> cheek. Because th- they would sharpen down to a fine point that you could use for a shiv if you were in prison. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you could shave with those things. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Cut people going down the hallways of school. <laughs> right, you have it just like And then a just th- eat the evidence. But <laughs> of course, it'd be covered with blood, so be not that good of an idea. Yeah, not a good idea. You just got this sweet, sharp box cutter in your mouth. It's not very good. But delicious. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Some cereals news on the same breakfast food front. I was in the store today and I saw, as if it needed it, frosted flakes with marshmallows. That's completely unnecessary. It's already one of the sweetest cereals out there. I can't imagine marshmallows add anything to it health wise. I would think the texture would be really weird too when you mix them both in your mouth. Mm -hmm. That flake. I didn't try them, but um, I'm intrigued, I guess, but not that intrigued. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not too intrigued. Either. I mean, I like uh, Frosted Flakes. and I, I like most marshmallow-based cereals, but I don't know that I would like that brand of cereal mixed with the marshmallows. But if you love marshmallows, I've got some good news for you. General Mills, makers of Lucky Charms is having promotion where they're going to give away 10,000 boxes of Lucky Charms marshmallows to lucky winners. Now, not to all the same person, right? 10,000 different people, I would guess. But what you do is you walk in the grocery store and you look for the specially marked box. It's always a specially marked box. That's right. That's something about marshmallows. And then there's a 14-digit code found on the inside back panel, and you'll go to marshmallowonly.com and find out if you're one of the lucky winners. And the contest runs through December, so there's plenty of chances to win. And who knows, maybe we'll get your own box of just Lucky Charms and marshmallows. And let's be honest, that is the best part of Lucky Charms. It is. I, when I was a kid, I would always enjoy pouring myself a bowl of Lucky Charms. Without and, milk. Yeah. Well, let me get, build on that exactly. And I think this might be one of the genesis... Genesis. I don't know if there's more than one Genesis. This origin. Yeah, this is partially maybe the origin of why I don't necessarily enjoy milk in my cereal. Is because if I I could not, you know, successfully separate the dry cat food-shaped Lucky Charms cereal from the delicious marshmallows, effectively, if there was milk getting in the way. And when I was a little little kid, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to separate the dry cereal from the marshmallows so I could have the marshmallows last. Right. I'm going to park myself in front of the TV, watch Super Friends, and eat my cereal in a little bowl. And while I'm going it, I, I don't know if we're the only ones who did this, or if we're just weird. I wonder if some people eat the marshmallows first. But uh, I do always eat the marshmallows last because it was like the little treat, almost like a breakfast dessert. <laughs> yeah, and uh, sometimes I would eat the marshmallows with the cereal the way it's supposed to be eaten, right. but not a lot of the times. I don't know. Maybe that's something more about us than it is about anyone else. I think so. Yeah, you might be onto something there. But, yeah, look out for those. Yep. I mean, the, uh, the Keebler cookie cereal still out. I know we hit on that originally uh, or maybe a podcast or two ago. I still haven't tried it. I imagine it's a lot like Cookie Crisp, but gotta, I wonder if it's better. It's got to be. Uh, well, it's got to be like Cookie Crisp. I don't know if it's better or not. It's at least as good, I'm sure. Otherwise, it wouldn't make it. If it was better, it'd be pretty amazing. All right, let's see. What else we want to talk about? Um, there's a little bit of Disney news uh, going on. Um, there's the, uh, well, they, I guess they just replaced their fireworks. Right, yeah. I and mean, uh, May 12th was the last of uh, What Was the Wishes. Yep. Yeah. And now it's Happily Ever After, which is a new fireworks and projection show, which, you know, some people, you're like, okay, it's just an end, you know, grand finale for the night for one of the parks. Who cares? It's not that big a deal. But it's a big deal to some Disney people, really big fans of the park and pass holders who are looking for something new to enjoy uh, when they go visit. And uh, it's supposed to be really impressive, not too surprising, because Disney usually is... Uh, insists on what they uh, do being impressive. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting back down there and seeing that in person. Um, Avatar should be opening up uh, here very soon. The 27th, I think. Yeah, and there's a few uh, rides that have been announced for that. A river cruise and a flight on the back of a Banshee. And there's some... uh, of course, just experiences walking through that themed area of the park and some food. Yeah, especially food and drinks. And I saw, like, the cast member um, badges that they wear actually have, like, the planet Earth. Like, they're from Earth because they are in an actual different world. Oh, uh, they, they want to theme it a little bit. I can't blame them there. Yeah, and I guess another little nugget of news is there was a lot of rumors going around about a new form of transportation, sort of a tram. Taking people from various hotels to Hollywood Studios or Epcot, different places like that, and I guess that's been confirmed. Yeah, I think so. I think that they found the documentation where they got the approvals from whatever area that they needed to get the approvals from to begin development of that. So that should be a new, interesting way to trans, you know, to transportation around some of the areas of the uh, the resort. So, I mean, I'm trying to figure out in my head how, that, how that's going to work. It's going to be like a, I guess, like a little gondola in yeah. the, you know, over the highways and uh, different roads there? Not, not a monorail. It's just kind of like a slow-moving, I don't know how fast it goes, honestly. Yeah, I think a lot of this is still unknown because it's all very early in the stages of development. I don't think they've even broken ground on some of this stuff yet. I think it's more in the planning phases. But once it's out and available, obviously you don't know more about it. I think there was some speculation on how many uh, uh, passengers these different uh, gondolas or trams could hold. I think it was maybe 10 to 12. So it wasn't very many. No, not at all. But I think it's more a high volume of, of cars on the tracks that can... Uh, result in, you know, the ability to move a lot of users or a lot of guests, I should say, uh, among the different areas of the resort. And also alleviate some of the waiting time for buses or different transportation, stuff like that. Right. There's all kinds of ways to get around the resort, and this is just one more way. And uh, just an example of Disney pushing the envelope and trying to stand out and be unique. Certainly... um, uh, you know, Universal's coming out with their own things. They've got the Jimmy Fallon ride that's open. They've got the... New Water Volcano Bay. Right, that's opening. I think it's open it now. It might be open now, yeah, which, good for them. Um, they needed the new water park because uh, they owned Wet n Wild, but I think that was fairly removed from their uh, theme parks. So this is right near there, which is going to be better for them, I think. Yeah. I like they've got some good technology kind of tab, you know, part of it, this little tap two band that you wear around, and you can hold your place in line, and you can interact with stuff, kind of like Magic Band that Disney did. Yeah, I, I do, I have to admit that I'm intrigued with the ability to hold your place in line electronically. I think they do something very similar with the Jimmy Fallon ride, and I think that's something that I would not be surprised if Disney were to uh, get into a little bit to try to take some you know, lessons learned from Universal, kind of watch what they're doing, and then see if they can leverage the best parts of that and plus them up to make them even better. Yeah, I think you'll we'll probably see something like that. I mean, they already have that a little bit. I know in the, like, the Dumbo area of Magic Kingdom, you get a pager that holds you in line and it buzzes. That's true. Yeah, I had forgot about that. So I guess maybe this is another example of Universal copying off of... Uh, Disney, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, that's one thing that's not so great about Anderson is it's not as easy just to run down to the park after work. <laughs> no, not at all. I can't say that uh, I don't miss it down there because I do miss that flexibility. All right, not just Disney. This are the things I miss as well. But certainly uh, it's different. Uh, being back in Anderson, uh, it's flat here. Yeah, it's not as warm. It's not as warm. Yeah, it's a lot hotter in Florida right now, so I can't say that I'm missing the weather down there. The roads here are much worse. They're worse in quality. Certainly there's a lot of potholes. You don't get the freezing and thawing of the roads down in Orlando, certainly. If you did, it would be very bad, I think. Uh, But they're not as crowded, so that's Um, a good thing. That's true. Traffic is less. Right. Um, Huh. I guess I don't want to go through a whole list of what's good and what's not good up here versus uh, Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Might not be a fair fight. Certainly wouldn't be very interesting, I don't think, for the two people that are listening to this. Right, yeah. Let's just move on to <laughs> I'll talk more about food. <laughs> That's right. It's been, what, five minutes since we talked about food? That's plenty. That's way too long. <laughs> but I, I can't tell, but there's just a lot to talk about in the area of food. This might have something to do with my diet. I don't know. Uh, but maybe not. But have you tried those new caramel M&M's? I have tried those caramel M&M's, yes. This is a new M&M out for you people who are enjoying trying new snacks like us. If, if you don't, why are you listening to this? <laughs> exactly. If you don't, we're going to convert you. Yeah, you're going to never listen to this again, or you're going to be uh, big fat. Now, one of the problems I've had with special flavors of Oreos in the past is Oreos? That, uh, Oreos, Lord. There is a new flavor for you. I'll get to that <laughs> in a second. But uh, new flavors of M&M's is that they kind of still taste like M&M's at the end of the day. No yeah. matter what new flavor they try to push into that candy shell. Yeah, it's not. It's not a, they don't put enough of the flavoring in it. It just tastes like an M&M. But the, uh, the caramel succeed because there's like a little ball or piece of caramel in there. A caramel core. A caramel core. So it's kind of a I guess a little bit like a Rolo in some ways, but it's very tasty. Yeah, like a Milk Dud or a, a Rolo. You can't have a whole lot of them. Like I can't, I don't, I can't imagine sitting down and finishing a whole bag and one sitting. It's a little rich because of the caramel. Yeah, and they're very chewy, too. They're tough to get through. Yes, um, but they're definitely worth your, your snacking time. Yep, yep. Check those out. Now, as I mentioned, uh, there is a new flavor of Oreo. they are fireworks Oreos, and it's really not m- that much of a flavor difference. They really taste a lot like Oreos. The only difference is the fireworks aspect of it, where they have a little like Pop Rock candies in them, or something like Pop Rock, because in the cream, once you chew it, it starts kind of popping in your mouth. Yeah, not obnoxiously, not painfully or anything like that. It's very mild. It's not even as much as you would expect. From just a regular pop rocks, uh, it's, it's, it, but it's enough to let you realize that something's happening, and you get the yeah. point of fireworks. There's some fireworks going on in your mouth. That's what they're trying to accomplish, and they <laughs> pulled it off. Yeah, which is much safer than actual putting fireworks in your mouth. Oh yeah, bottle rockets or something like that. Right, sparklers don't don't do that. Keep them out of your mouth. Right, that's pretty good advice. Yeah, that's free. Now, what you can get some heat in your mouth though, with oh, see that segue. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a transition that anyone could be proud of. Right. If you like hot Doritos, you're also in luck because there's three new flavors that are all based around heat. Three? Three, yes. My goodness. I know it says a lot <laughs> to <laughs> an digest. <laughs> an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> Indeed. There's jalapeno popper Doritos, I think is what they uh, are. Yeah, maybe. I of there's sort of a jalapeno kick or something to it. Yeah, uh, something like that. They're jalapeno-based, and they're not bad. Um, Tried those out. They're poppin' jalapeno. Poppin' jalapeno. That's what I'm thinking of. Limited time, so I don't know what time frame you're on, but you're under the clock, so you better hurry. Uh, They're not bad. They do have some heat to them. They do. It's not oppressive. It's not really that strong, but I mean, I have a fairly high tolerance for that stuff, so your mileage may vary, but they didn't seem very hot to me. A A decent flavor. Very um, uh, peppery. I guess you know yeah. from a hot pepper flavor. And there's also the uh, heat burst Doritos. Yeah, two two uh, variations of that. They've got a uh, I think a Chipotle cream yep. and barbecue. Yeah, I haven't tried the Chipotle cream yet. I tried the barbecue though, and you know it's a little disappointing. Yeah, I am. I'm a huge barbecue chip fan, but a barbecue potato chip. I'm not a huge fan of barbecue tortilla chip. And this is, it tastes good. It does. It's not hot at no, all. No, it's, it's not. I don't I know why they call them heat wave or heat burst or whatever. Because uh. that, if it's bursting, it's bursting somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, they say that it comes at the end. And maybe you just haven't reached the end of the bag yet. And it's <laughs> all stuck to the bottom. That All that hot dust, uh, Dorito dust is down there waiting for you. But it certainly hasn't been in the serving or two that I've enjoyed. No, we I'll have to keep eating. There's a motivation to uh, not diet, just to finish the bag so I can feel the burst. Yeah, right. I guess. That's could be the slogan that might get confused with Starburst, but that's, you know, your problem. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, I could say that it's a bad chip. I'm sure it's a Dorito. I could eat the whole bag. But it's not uh as, you know, amazing as I thought it would be when I first saw the heat burst bag and I got all excited. Right. Maybe, I think maybe it's suffering from sort of the same syndrome that would happen when I would go to rent games from the video store when I I was a little kid. I would go in and I would get a Nintendo game and I would rent like three. (laughs) Or I would get three games for Christmas. And what always happened was there was one that I really liked or two that I liked, and that poor third game just got completely neglected, and it just didn't live up to the <laughs> uh, the hype that the other ones did. And if I'd written that one game that I didn't like compared to the other ones just by itself, I probably would have loved it. But it suffered in comparison. Right. It, you know, it, they can't all be amazing. And so the one that's just very good ends up looking bad by comparison. And I think that's what happened. I think maybe I'm judging it harshly. <laughs> if, if I walked in and that was the only bag that I saw, I'd probably be seeing the praises of heat burst barbecue right now. Right. But I don't know. I've just had better barbecue flavors. Yeah. Um, Lay's barbecue chips. I think you're the number one seed on that Yeah, one. I think so. I mean, I I could eat any of them, except for grippos. <laughs> Sorry, if you're a big fan of grippos. Uh, you're wrong. They're too sweet. <laughs> this episode has been just all about food, <laughs> except for <laughs> like a slight... Disney sidebar. Yeah, That's I know. Maybe it, this is, maybe this should just be our... Uh, maybe we should be the Snack Brothers podcast <laughs> and just <laughs> yeah, call it a day. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but while we're talking, I'm going to throw this in there. Utz has also got some uh, <laughs> grilling classics uh, potato chips that you can try. There's a uh, cheeseburger. There's a grilled um, hot dog. And then there's a sweet corn. Well, those sound amazing as well. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that they're good. I haven't tried them yet, but I want to try them. They don't have them out here in the Midwest. Uh, I think they're maybe East Coast. I don't know. They might be in Orlando. Uh, They might not. I don't know. Something to look for. Yeah, that's enough food talk. I'm gonna. think that's enough talk talk. (laughs) I'm gonna have to stop this podcast and eat. (laughs) That's right. I'm halfway serious about that snack brothers podcast, but uh, (laughs) maybe next (laughs) one will be less snack based. Yeah, we're gonna try. We'll try. I do hear crypto scratching at the door. So it is time to go. If you enjoy the podcast and you want to help us out, subscribe on iTunes, leave a five-star review. It's a huge help. You can go to the website. It's up and running. We Hope to get more content on there soon. But, you know, life gets in the way. That's why we haven't had an episode in a while. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Pack Bros Podcast. You can send us an email, Podcast. At gmail.com, that's P-A-C-K-B-R-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. And, hey, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. We actually put content up there. We've got a new feature. Yes, indeed. The worst Facebook video recipe of the week. I, I'm, I already get annoyed at Facebook for clogging up my feed with videos anyway bad recipes and crafts and stuff. I could do a craft of the week, too, but maybe another time. (laughs) Uh, Since I like food so much, I've been focusing on the recipes. And one we have up now is about ramen pizza, and it's just as good as it sounds. I actually thought about making it just to see how bad it was, but I I decided against it. Yeah, I don't think you have to wonder. I think it's pretty clear it's going to be terrible. Yeah, true. Yeah, so a new one of those will be up, hopefully... Every Wednesday. Yeah, that's all we're shooting for. Until we forget or get busy or forget, get tired of doing it. I don't this know. goes the way of snack or. Yeah, oh, snack or. All right. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll try not to wait quite so long until the next episode, but you never know. All right. Here's the closing song. It's about uh, my stomach, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you mm-hmm. mm-hmm.